0: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday. What day is today? I just said what day is today is. It is Monday. Anyway, how many days until sky opening day? It is May 6th, so that is 45 days, 6 hours, 51 minutes. But who's counting? Anyway, we are living our best lives in the CHGO studio coming, coming to you today from the scenic West Loop. I am Janice Scurio. You can follow me on Twitter at Scuriosa S-C-U-R-I-I-O-S-A. And with me, as always, is my indubitable co-host. I will go ahead and let you introduce yourself, Sabria.
1: Hey, everyone. This is Sabria Whitaker. Please feel free to uh, connect with me on Twitter and Instagram. Tell me your thoughts, any topics you want to talk about. You can find me at S-U-B-R-I-A underscore Whitaker, W-H-I-T-A-K-E-R.
0: You can also follow the Chicago Sky, CHGO Sky Twitter account. It That is CHGO underscore Sky. And also while you're at it, you might as well follow CHGO Sports as well. That Twitter account is CHGO underscore Sports. Anyway, we've got a really fun show for you planned today. We're going to break down some of the new news in the WNBA since we last spoke to you, a little bit of March Madness, and yeah, we've also got a really fun segment towards the end as well. Anyway, let's talk about some of the stuff that happened in the WNBA since since we last met. So... All right. So the Connecticut Sun and the Atlanta Dream have have announced their preseason games. The Dream will host the Washington Mystics on April 24th at 3 p.m. And the Sun will host the Dream on Sunday, May 1st at 1 p.m. So, yeah, anything interesting about those games there?
1: Um, Well, I mean, I'm interested to see. Washington, because I feel like they have 20 people on their roster right now. Obviously, I'm exaggerating, but they really do have a ton of people, um, including um, a Chicago native. Um, Everyone look out for that. Lene Harper. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, everyone's ready to see the dream who have gone through some things, and it's obviously not anywhere near the same uh, dream team that you saw last year. So definitely looking to see um, how Tip and um, Erica Wheeler formerly um, on LA Sparks last season. I'm looking to see their connection, their on-court chemistry, and, and really see what they can do with a lot of these new pickups that they got.
0: And this preseason game will also be the first meeting between the two teams since they closed out the 2021 WNBA regular season. Uh, So the Sun picked up its 14th straight win there, uh, 84-64. And yeah, that was the league's longest win streak to end a regular season. So some other fun stuff going on in the WNBA. Oh, wait, actually, I'm so sorry. I also have to point out that the son
1: hosting the dream is also interesting because they just signed their former player uh courtney williams Ooh, yeah. who just came from atlanta so kind of like i guess um a, a revenge game watch if you ah. will so definitely want to check that out and throw that in there i think they're smart for that whoever's idea that was they're actually genius
0: for that spoiler alert we're going to talk about a revenge game later on in the show but i'm not going to ruin any surprises for you right so former sky jantel lavender signed to the seattle storm after being waved by the indiana fever the fever seemed to be waving everybody like, yeah yeah they're <laughs> waving everybody and their mom
1: yes um I, everyone's consensus on twitter seems to be we have no idea what they're doing um so definitely interested to see how that translate um since they did just you know wave they wave kaiser and um, Aliyah wilson and then jantel so Looking to see what that roster is finally going to look like.
0: Right. So Diamond DeShields, we talked a little about her last week and – what the Sky need to do to replace her, but she officially said goodbye to Chicago with some really heartfelt social media posts on her Instagram. She referred to Chicago as her sweet, sweet Chicago, and after that first sentence, I started to tear up a little bit. Uh, But anyway, Diamond is going to be coming back to Chicago. Uh, The Sky are going to host the Phoenix Mercury, that finals rematch. The first game is going to be Tuesday, May 31st at 7 p.m., Saturday, July 2nd at 12 p.m., So, Sabria, would would you like to give Diamond her flowers once again?
1: Oh, sure. I always have to give Diamond her flowers. Um, I'm going to miss the spark, the energy on the court, on the bench, the community service. But most of all, I'm going to miss the fits.
0: Yes. I think if we
1: did a bracket or anything where voting was involved, maybe for all the 12 teams, um, like best dressed, I think the sky might have to drop down a little bit now that we lost Diamond because everyone knows what I'm talking about. That all black fit where she looked like a rock star. Definitely gonna miss um, that and I don't think she's going to be able to pull off leather pants in Phoenix this summer. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe she wants to call my bluff on that and we'll see. Um, but definitely going to miss her. Um, and so I think everybody should make sure you do come on out to that May 31st and July 2nd game to um, welcome home diamond. I, I assume and imagine that they're going to play, you know, a video for her so we can take a look back at all of her um, greatness Um you know, or the last four years over the sky. And so if you are looking to come to those games, Chicago Sky single game tickets are on sale now. You can purchase discounted tickets at to any and all home games through Grow the Game. And a portion of the price will be donated directly to Grow the Game. You can get your tickets now at growthegamew.com. And for those of you who need a refresher or who are unfamiliar with Grow the Game, it is a nonprofit organization that I started um, last year to increase engagement, attendance, and involvement in women's sports. So we would really appreciate you to come join us um, and figure out what Grow the Game is about. Come to the Sky Game and make a donation in the process.
0: But wonderful. So, we talked a little about Diamond de Shields. Uh, so, Diamond has been playing overseas uh, in Spain for a little bit uh, in the Euro League, and uh, alongside her now former teammate, Kalia Copper. We're going to be talking about her in a little bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, she's been doing very well. And, uh, yeah, uh, so uh, Kalia in the leagues. Uh, she's currently playing in Spain. Uh, so her team, uh, Avenida, I believe, yes, uh, they are going to the final four, uh, and so that begins April 8th. Uh, so uh, Ka pulled a double-double with 23 points and 14 rebounds. I saw a, a, a highlight clip and just watching her jumpers and doing baseline drives again. It just makes me so happy and so excited for the upcoming season. Uh, yeah, your thoughts on Ka in, uh, in Europe? Um, I definitely love seeing her flourish. I always have to love that
1: kind energy. Um, kind of being selfish and wanting her to obviously come back home um, as soon as possible. But just loving that she's over there having success. I see a lot of her pictures on Instagram. She seems to really have fun with her teammates. Um, a lot of love there, but always happy for a, a caught success story.
0: <laughs> and this is from overseas WNBA writer Antonio Lasada. After a first game in which Kalia Copper tried to do too much, nine points on 16 shots without succeeding at it in a seemingly perfect, albeit in a losing effort, second game, Cop- Copper doubled down on that second outing and cooked herself another 20 point, 20 plus point performance. This time scoring 23 points and pulling down 14 rebounds, like I mentioned before, to go with a couple of dimes to spare. So good was Copper that even turning the ball over a series high eight times in this game alone, she finished finished the match with the highest efficiency figure at 21. So uh, Ka does have a lot of international experience. So uh, in 2021, she played in Israel. In 2019, 2020, she played in Poland. Uh, And uh, she also has experience playing uh, in Turkey as well as Belgium. Uh, So like uh, like, uh, Sabria said, we can't wait to have her home. We can't wait to see her play again stateside. All right. So how about Candace on TNT? She's doing her thing.
1: Yes. Um, obviously, I've been watching more of the women's side um, during this March Madness, but I always have to click over a little bit and give her those views and show some love to her, um, holding it down over there on the men's side. Um, unfortunately, I can no longer watch as my fighting align I have been eliminated. <laughs> Um, but I will just throw a Morgan Park plug in there and say I will possibly keep watching because you know Morgan Park has um a, a sweet 16 success story right now with an alum in Miami, Canes. So definitely, if you want to see Candace, you miss her face like half of WNBA Twitter, check her out doing her thing on TNT.
0: Speaking of doing things and stuff too, you know, we we do both stuff and things here at CHGO. The best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, literally right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the chg locker you should get the sky shirt Uh, that's two thousand dollars in free bets a free chgo membership and a free T-shirt, specifically the Sky One, cough cough, uh, from the CHGO Locker, all for making a fifty-time f- for fifty-dollar first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email PointsBet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. Maybe not me, but one of us will. Your this it is your home for live in-play betting. Just got better and. In- in- introducing points bet's new features live co- college basketball same game parlay and for the first time ever you can build the perfect live same game par- same game parlay only with points bet you may combine your bets favorite bets anytime during the game and you want more you can also boost your live same game parlays Watch Live, Parlay Live, and Boost Live with PointsBet. And now, online sign-up, guess what, is also available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now, like I mentioned before, and register your account from start to finish, all on your fancy little smartphone. Plus, during PointsBet Match Madness, not to be confused with March Madness, all users can earn up to $100 in free bets. During each round, just place a $50 pregame wager and get a free $20 live bet to be used for that round. So, what are you waiting for besides this show to finish and after you hear all of our hot takes? Once the game starts, ju- don't just bet, live your bet life with Points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. On CHGO, just to remind you, uh, there are podcasts and live shows on every team every day including the reigning champion Chicago Sky post game shows premium written content for members at all you may read the works of Sabria and I once you do so dope merch for all teams and, f- and a free shirt when you become a member and also access to a members only discord called the chgo lounge where if you uh, haven't yelled at us on Twitter you can yell at us uh, via discord <laughs> uh, so who wouldn't want to miss out on that But anyway, now moving on, there's a little uh, nationwide sensation going on known as March Madness. All right. So our March Madness recap, Uh, there's been plenty of drama, plenty of spicy games uh, have been played. And of course, too, uh, we've also got our hometown story as well. Uh, So, Sabria, what would you like? Where would you like to start?
1: So I would like to start um, by Mm. shouting out and throwing a little love to Howard. For those of you listening who may not know, Howard is um, an HBCU, which stands for Historically Black College or University. Um, And when you're looking and thinking about rankings in Power Five schools, um, you know there's always a lot of conversation about HBCUs, and obviously um, a lot of differences in you know the players they get because of funding or even just media attention. So. I'm gonna throw some attention to Howard right now and shout them out for getting their first NCAA tournament win in program history. Woo! Go Howard in the first four before unfortunately falling to number one South Carolina. But I mean, hey, it's South Carolina. If you're looking at people's brackets, I'm sure most people have South Carolina as the champs. I mean, I even, if if I remember correctly, I even saw. Um, Brianna Stewart do her bracket and she actually did not pick UConn and I want to say she and Candace Parker both picked South Carolina I could be wrong on the suit but I know for a fact it was not UConn Um, so also shout out to South Carolina and Dawn Staley and their program for doing their thing Um, and then I want to talk about DePaul DePaul. I always have to talk about DePaul and push my Anissa agenda, as Nicole called it um, in our comments last week. DePaul fell to Dayton in their first four. However, Freshman Phenom and Simeon alum and Southside Chicagoan Anissa Morrow earned her 27th double double this season, which is currently number one in the NCAA. She had 28 points and 17 rebounds.
0: And, yeah, uh, the U.S. Basketball Writers Association also announced its All-American team last week. And, yeah, the breakout rookie was selected to the second team. Uh, So, woo on that. And not to mention, uh, yeah, as a former Blue Demon myself, uh, Anissa also has a perfect 4.0 grade point average and competes academically with the same ferocity she displays on the court. So very proud to see uh, a current demon. So so much love for Anissa from a former Blue Demon. Yes, always pushing
1: that agenda. Um, and then next I want to talk about a couple upsets
0: Yeah, some spicy games. Yes,
1: very spicy. So I do have a top five moments of madness. So just to make that disclaimer, right now I'm just giving the recap of some things I think everyone listening should know if you are unable to follow every single game because as we know, a lot of them are playing concurrently and it's so hard to follow all of them. And then I'm going to get into my top five moments of madness in a bit. But for the recap, I want to talk about Belmont who bounced Oregon After a heartbreaking and double overtime thriller at Oregon.
0: Yeah, and it was a third straight double-double for Niara Sabali, too. Uh, 27 points and 12 rebounds. And some of you may think, that
1: name sounds familiar. And you are right, because her big sister is currently in the WNBA. At Dallas Wings. On the Dallas Wings. So... Definitely excited to see, you know, her WNBA stock. I think right now people aren't really sure. I don't think she's declared. So not really sure if that's the route she's going. But if she does go that route, definitely interested to see the sister sister, which we, I mean, we have a couple sisters in the league. So definitely interested to see how that goes. Um, but tough break for Oregon. Um, their coach made some comments. Oh. After the game. Yeah. Um, Couldn't really find it to, you know, because I like to quote people. I like to pull receipts. I like screenshots, and I like quotes. (laughs) Um, But the coach, in so many words, and I'm paraphrasing here, said that the team played very entitled. Um,
0: That's loaded.
1: Took some responsibility and said, you know, the coaching could have been better. But I don't know what it is um, because, you know, UConn's Gino Auriemma, said some things about his team um, early in the season, and I just don't know what it is about coaches, you know, placing blame publicly on their teams. Like, I mean, always hold people accountable, for sure. But, I mean, Mm. I think some stuff, keep it in the locker room.
0: Yeah, as a White Sox fan, I can definitely uh, t- uh, reinforce that keeping stuff in the locker room is probably for the best because then people hear things and they make assumptions, and then everything just kind of falls apart after that.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, mental health, very important. Um, and I think that same type of grace should at least be extended to players by their coaches. And Absolutely. And maybe not potentially embarrassing them in the media after a tough loss at home in
0: double overtime. Yeah. That's a bit much. Uh, Yeah. I think empathy is something that yeah. Coaches can certainly practice. It goes a long way in my opinion. Anyway, especially in, in that uh, Belmont-Oregon game, Destiny Wells knocked down a pair of free throws with a minute and two seconds. No, wait, wait, one second. Wait, a minute and two seconds? Yeah, I wrote that down. Left in double overtime to help Belmont knock off Oregon 73-70. Uh, so, yeah, some other spicy games. Uh, Creighton versus Iowa. That was, who yeah. Um
1: so definitely have Creighton versus Iowa in my top 5 moments of madness, so I can't can't quite go there yet. Oh no, Perfect. spoilers. We're gonna get there.
0: I'm all like anti-spoiler <laughs> here and here I am just dishing yes. them out. Ew.
1: But but we can talk about and make some quick WNBA connections because although, you know, we're talking about March Madness, this is you know, the CHGO Sky podcast, WNBA oriented. But just goes to show that You're having the same conversation. So let's have that conversation. Baylor, the Baylor Lady Bears lose to South Dakota at home after 12 straight trips to the Sweet 16. Woof. That was a tough loss. I mean, if you watch South Dakota play this season, I mean, it's no surprise that they shot Baylor out of the gym because that's just what South Dakota does. Um, but you know, it's something to look at. I won't say, I mean, you know, some big names from Baylor. I I don't have to say them, but you know, some big names from Baylor women's basketball, you know, the program, everybody probably, you know, has that conversation about Kim Mulkey. You cannot have a conversation about women's basketball and everything Kim Mulkey has done for the game since she was a Louisiana texter. Um, but she was the coach. At Baylor, up until this season, the current coach for Baylor is now former Atlanta Dream coach Nikki Collin. Hmm. And her, so now that Nikki is the coach at um, Baylor, Kim Mulkey went and headed to LSU, who we're also gonna talk about in a second. Ooh. And she took the place of Las Vegas Aces president Nikki Fargas.
0: This is all very interconnected. Yes. A, you are spinning a web, right here, yes. Sabria?
1: Yes, definitely want to mention that because, you know, as you all may have heard if you're watching games on the broadcast, Nikki Fargus' um, niece is one of the star players at LSU, Kayla Pointer. Um, so definitely look to start seeing actually probably both LSU and definitely um, a Baylor Lady Bear coming into the WNBA draft um, in a couple of weeks. So, are you ready for the moments of madness?
0: I am just on the edge of my seat. Well, not literally, but figuratively, I am like about six inches uh, on this on this very comfortable chair. I am ready for your moments of madness.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna start. Hmm. Okay. So the first moment of madness, I I haven't figured out if this is like five counting down to one or one to five. Maybe you can help me decide after we go through this. Um, So the one I'm going to start with is Notre Dame's Olivia Miles becomes the first freshman in NCAA tournament history, men's or women's, to record a triple-double What in 35 minutes. Miles had 12 points, 11 rebounds, and 11 assists in Saturday's win against the University of Massachusetts.
0: In just 35 minutes. Just 35 minutes. That is incredible. Oh, my goodness. A freshman, too. Unheard of. Yes, very much so. Um, And
1: then I want to talk about Princeton and Kentucky. Princeton cut. Kentucky's NCAA tournament runs short while Kentucky was on their high for just winning the entire SEC tournament championship. And Kentucky was led by what who I believe to be the future yeah. first overall draft we pick. We were talking about Ryan this last Howard. week. Yeah. Yes. So with Kentucky's loss to Princeton, so I guess that's on my list because one, I mean, I don't think most people would think, you know, Princeton is good, definitely Mm -hmm. high IQ, again, another team that will absolutely shoot you out of your own court, their court, anybody's court, doesn't matter. Um, But with that loss, Kentucky being out, you have Ryan Howard at home. You have Ole Miss, Coach Yo, Shakira Austin at home. Mm Mm-hmm. And with the Baylor loss, we just talked about a couple of seconds ago to South Dakota, arguably the number two draft pick in Alyssa Smith. All three, top three projected draft picks are at
0: home. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah, so what do you think that means? Like, does that excite you um, and think maybe – at least we'll get some other teams to see some new stars maybe now that they're at home, maybe um, like yesterday's game against Stanford. I'm hearing a lot about, you know, different players in their draft stock um, going up. So do you think this is maybe a good thing that, or are you sad? And you're like, well, I really wanted to see them. Definitely would have loved to see them get a championship before they went home. Like, what do you, what are your thoughts?
0: As someone who uh, started watching uh Women, or, or women's college basketball fairly recently. I feel as if this kind of gives me a new opportunity to learn some new names. So uh, I think uh, Caitlin Clark from Iowa is definitely someone that I enjoyed watching over this past week. At home. Uh, yeah, at home. <laughs> at home. Also at home. Also at home. Oh my goodness. But uh, yeah, I feel as if this is just an opportunity for uh, some other stars to kind of rise to the surface and make themselves known and to have their draft stock possibly rise too. So.
1: I agree. And... I'm glad you brought up Caitlin Clark in Iowa because I have them here number three. Ooh, that spicy game. Ooh. Yes. Lauren Jensen, and, and follow me here. Lauren Jensen, a Creighton transfer from Iowa. So played for Creighton mm-hmm. last season wearing an Iowa uniform. Yep. Advances her new team, Creighton, a 10 seed over her former second team and the host with a game winning three she transferred from Iowa looking for
0: more playing time and got exactly that along with some ice in her veins that was 12 seconds left that three was made and Iowa was sent home Wow. And so I mentioned Caitlin Clark earlier. Uh, yeah, she's a heck of a player, too. Uh, so she pulled 15 points, eight rebounds, 11 assists. Uh, certainly uh, the big strategy uh, for Iowa seemed to be like give Caitlin Clark the ball. Uh, and yeah, when the ball wasn't in, in Clark's hands. Uh, yeah, that kind of left Creighton wide open to just completely win the game. Uh, but anyway, that is the Blue Jays advanced to their first Sweet 16 appearance in program history. That's pretty cool. Objectively.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love that. I love this for Creighton. Like, the story, you know, for Lauren is absolutely amazing. I was when we were watching the game. I remember saying everyone was like saying this is close. Like, is what's going to happen? Because a lot of people were actually looking for Iowa to advance and make it to to their matchup with uh, South Carolina because of the National Player of the Year conversation, and a lot of South Carolina fans were like you know, let's let's get this matchup so that we can finally, you know, prove that mm-hmm. Aaliyah Boston is the national player of the year. And some South Carolina fans were like, well, I mean, I don't know, Iowa fans. Y'all want this matchup so bad to, you know, prove Kaitlin Clark is national player of the year over Aaliyah, but y'all need to worry about a couple matchups down. And they were absolutely right. I mean, I was watching the game and I remember after I would made that last bucket, I said, "Uh oh, Creighton has the timeout. They can, you know, advance." And I said, "What if they hit a three hmm. And two seconds later, swish, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" And I mean. Look, it just was not meant for Iowa because w- when they got the ball back and they advanced it, they had a few good looks on the other end, but they were just simply unable to answer. And that I know that they, they were heartbreaking. They had
0: a couple of opportunities, and uh, yeah, that last like minute or so was just like my heart was in my throat. Like, oh my goodness! But um, yeah, as a new a new fan, I'm just like, yeah, I can understand. I, I understand the hype. I'm like, I, I need more need more college women's basketball now. <laughs>
1: Yes, and, you know, there's been a lot of shade being thrown by certain people. Again, not naming names because don't want to give attention to, you know, negative thoughts. But a lot of people, oh, I don't watch NCAA women's basketball. It's so predictable. There are no upsets. Okay. It is not predictable at all. Right. So next (laughs) on my list, and if you're watching um, with us on YouTube or you're watching on Twitter, replay live, whatever, you can see – that I am wearing a Jackson, Jackson State. State University shirt. So have to to wear that. Let's be clear. I am not just a Jackson State bandwagoner right now. My father is actually born and raised in Mississippi. Proud, proud graduates of Jackson State. So I've been listening to the band and paying attention to what Jackson State is doing. You've got it essentially in blood. my whole life. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Half Mississippi, half Alabama, actually. Um, so let's talk about Jackson State and giving them their flowers because next on my list is the number 14 seed Jackson State, nearly upsetting three seed LSU, who we talked about earlier, led by um, head coach Kim Mokey. They almost made Kimoki come out of her jacket and this one I think it was a a gold <laughs> Michael Jackson look. Hey, she's always serving looks with the jackets, but she she didn't come out her jacket this game. She's come out her jacket a few times this season, but should have came out her jacket. Um Jackson, uh, Jack, Jackson Yeah, State. Jackson
0: State made her sweat a little bit for sure.
1: Absolutely made her sweat. LSU was up by as many as seventeen points and Jackson State came back to lead by ten points. The score was at 1.74 to 64 in Jackson State's favor before eventually falling 83 to 77. Now, I want to talk about this. For those who didn't get a chance to watch, I'm going to give you a little a little play-by-play of how this all went down. So with four minutes left, Jackson State was up 74 to 66. The players were applying pressure led by Meyer Crump and the coaches making the necessary adjustments. LSU stars Jalen Cherry and Kayla Pointer were so frustrated. I mean, you could see it on their faces. Great job by LSU Faustine Fua for crashing the boards and getting a much-needed putback to keep them in this game. On the very next play, Kayla gets the steal, takes it to the basket, and draws a foul. Now, some of us watching at this point were questioning, was it a foul, was it a phantom call, because of, you know, home corner advantage bailouts, we don't know.
0: After she draws the foul,
1: it's a three-point game.
0: That escalated quickly.
1: Next play, the same win-or-go-home mentality gets Cherry another steal and the bucket. Now it's a one-point game. So this is all about three minutes at this point. Whew. So absolutely want to give credit where it is due for LSU for making this rallying comeback Ryan Payne unfortunately causes a second delay of game after being warned earlier in the game. So she gets a tech and fouls out. So at this point, Twitter is going crazy. Everyone, like I was actually, you know, in the shop, just, looking at my phone, talking on one phone, you know, calling, hey, are you watching the game? Like, turn on JSU right now. I'm calling home like, ma, tell dad to turn on the TV and watch Jackson State. I'm like, everybody needs to watch this game. I tweeted, if you are not watching LSU versus Jackson State, what are you doing? So now it's the one-point game. And after Payne fouls out, up one, Crump misses both free throws and the opportunity to extend the lead, and then unfortunately it it just all goes down for Jackson State from there, and LSU was able to come back.
0: Oof, oof! But still, though, fantastic showing. Uh, Jackson State had never won, uh, or and neither had its con- the, its conference SWAC. Uh, so yeah, still incredibly f- a fantastic journey for them. They. Completely, just uh, yeah, rose a very meteoric rise, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, let's talk about uh, Tamika Reed. Uh, she's definitely kind of like the star, um, and uh, everyone's talking about her, and everyone's saying that he's uh, she's uh, the next coaching star on the rise.
1: Yeah, I um, mean, you know, we have a little bit about her um, letter um, in uh, the new segment we're gonna we're gonna do today. But I will say that. Following that game, there was some controversy um, because afterwards, Kim Mulkey made some comments. She said that she, in so many words, told um, Tamika that she's not going to be at Jackson State for long if they don't pay her. Mm. And, you know, you could kind of take that both ways. Some people having conversations saying, you know, she should, you know, this was her time to shine, and so then other schools are going to probably want her. And... Here's the thing that I need a lot of people to stop doing when discussing these things um, in women's basketball. It is not a compliment to assume that someone's current position is just a stepping stone and they now have an opportunity to go somewhere that you see is more prestigious.
0: Yeah, I think I remember that a lot of folks were saying that, yeah, Becky Hammond uh, and uh, her new role in Las Vegas was just a stepping stone to a coach's job in the NBA. And that's not true. That's not true at all. To be the head coach of the Aces is, a, is a fantastic. That's a fantastic position to be in.
1: It is. And, you know, I don't like that people say that. I think, and then, you know, you have to, to say the same thing, you know, with women's and men's sports. Like for me, I was happy to have been an intern for the Chicago Bears the um, and the Atlanta Hawks. And that doesn't mean that, you know, me now – being more involved with the WNBA, that's not to necessarily get back over there. Like, no, I was using those opportunities to get to a WNBA opportunity. So (laughs) you can do the other way around. And it's just where that person wants to be and where they belong. And I think we have to be conscious of the same thing. Jackson State is building something. They are doing what needs to be done. And it started with Deion Sanders and people had the same comments. HBCUs have made a lot of, you know, NFL stars, like HBCU talent is not new. We see, unfortunately, we don't see them get as many opportunities because they don't have as many resources. But when you have, you know, coaches like um, Coach Reed and Coach, um, prime going back to these HBCUs and investing in bringing attention that brings more resources, that brings more recruits, and helps build a program and a dynasty. Stop trying to take them away from that. Stop talking down on that. Let them do what they want to do, and you can support them where they are. You do not need to move them to somewhere that you think is better as a reason to support them. So let's keep. Showing love, giving flowers, supporting all the coaches and building programs, especially at HBCUs. That's right. That's right. And frankly, I'm going to bet on Tamika Reed. You know, she she is going to be back. Um, This is not the last time you've seen of her. No one who has been watching Jackson State should be surprised. I mean, she is the SWAT coach of the year for a reason. And speaking of bet, if you enjoy CHGO, One way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions... Email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sportsbook easier than ever so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
0: We've got a fifth mad moment of March. A mad moment, I guess you could say. And that is Stanford's Fr- uh, Fran Belibi. Uh, she uh, got the block, went coast to coast, and threw down a one-handed dunk that was shot out by none other than our very own Candace Parker. Uh, so just watching this video that Candace p- uh, posted on her Instagram, uh, just the play was absolutely just like synchrony. Like it, it was poetry to me. Uh, and to uh, recap, uh, Candace actually did the first dunk ever in an NCAAW tournament uh, at while she was playing for Tennessee on March 19th, 2006. So it's almost exactly 16 years before Stanford, Stanford, Stanford's Franz March 18th dunk. Um, but yeah, fantastic story about Belibi here. Your your Belibi takes and thoughts.
1: Um, It was amazing. For those of you who haven't seen it, I suggest you go to friends, Stanford's, Candace Parker's Instagram, Twitter's. I'm sure it's all over the place. Um, I watched that, you know, in real time, she got the block, went from on the other end, then goes from coast to coast and takes it all the way to Stanford's basket and throws it down with the one handed dunk. I mean, it's, Outside of the block part, it almost was like the same as it's Candace. The same like the side by side is in Candy. And and Candace, when she posted it, she said, Evolution, way to throw it down, friend. Good luck the rest of the way. And let's keep pushing the game
0: forward. Hashtag the video quality shows my age. <laughs> as someone who is the same age as Candace Parker, I saw that and was like, ooh, but also that's still pretty cool. That is that that is absolutely very cool. Uh, but yeah, Candace also added a second dunk in the second half of that game. Uh, the Lady Vols ended up winning 102-54 over Army. So uh, that segues into our next sub-segment. It is Women's History Month, so we're going to ta- talk a little bit about the Chicago Sky uh, and uh, their involvement in uh, March Madness history. So we talked a little bit about Candace Parker. Uh, she's also led Tennessee to back-to-back NCAA championships in 2007 and 2008 earned the final four most valuable player in back-to-back years uh, also named national player of the year in both of those seasons by every major award committee and averaged 19.4 points 8.8 rebounds 2.6 assists and 2.4 blocks per game during her four-year campaign but yeah Candace has always been good but just her tourney history is just like when you really take a look at it uh, yeah I'm, I'm always impressed by Candace every day
1: yeah, same. I mean, she can do what she does on the court and then turn around and gets on TNT and breaks down the game so well. And I just read earlier today that she um, well, I know people know that she has her production company um, and they're in the process of releasing a documentary um, on Title Nine, and I believe it premieres like early April probably the day of or after the championship so something to look out for and and if you're driving through Chicago you might see her on a billboard for um McDonald's All American Games
0: yeah yeah that's absolutely right I think her production coming it's Baby Hair Productions right oh I love that name that's (laughs) so good so good Right. So we also got Kalia Copper at Rutgers. She was named uh, the WNITs. That's the Women's National Invitation Tournament for teams that don't make the NCAA tournament. They're the most valuable player in first-team All-American Athletic Conference. Uh, yeah, she uh, excelled twice against the eventual NCAA champ, UConn, and put up uh, 20 and 22-point efforts against the Huskies. We've also got Kayla Davis, uh, who uh, this, this guy signed to a training camp contra- a contra- contract Uh, At South Carolina, whom we mentioned earlier, 20 points in both of those games of the Stockton Regional to put the Gamecocks into into a second Final Four in three seasons. And last but not least, we've also got Courtney Vandersloot at Gonzaga in 2011. uh, Sloot led Gonzaga to the win over UCLA in a second round game versus UCLA, where she scored 29 points, 17 assists, and seven rebounds. So those are the members of your Chicago Sky in March Madness history.
1: Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, Can't wait to see who we're watching now and who will eventually put on that Chicago Sky uniform. And then at some point we'll be having the same conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. And one more note about Sloot, she had that smashing 2011 to eventually be drafted third overall by the Sky to become the Sloot we all know and love today. Point God. <laughs> the Point God. Yes. All right. So moving on to our brand new segment called A Court of Law. Yes. Oh my God. I love that graphic. (laughs) Goodness. Right. We've got the honorable Sabria Whitaker presiding over some (laughs) cases here all right, so our first case to bring before Judge Whitaker, Skylar Diggins-Smith versus the WNBA recruits. Now, Sabrina, when you told me about this, uh, I read into it a little bit. I, I just t- took a look at uh, Skylar's Twitter account. So uh, it looks like SWBBFan1 said that they just want to... Th- They love seeing how a WNBA player is paying this close attention to so many games. Uh, Yeah, and it's important to respect each other and grow the game. So a really sweet statement at face value. But then Skyler goes ahead and says, now tell the prospects to pay close attention to the WNBA. So as someone who is a new fan relatively, uh, I don't know, this comes off a little shady to me. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what's going on here. Uh, Judge Whitaker, can you... uh Can you preside?
1: So on the docket, we're going to call this case Skylar Diggins-Smith versus WNBA recruits. And right now, I think I'm going to side with Skylar Diggins-Smith on this. And that's because when you ask a lot of these players at the college level, um, especially the college level, like I'm going to be nice here and lenient and give high schoolers a chance. But I think it is very telling when – you know, they have the prospects who, you know, they know are probably going to be top in the WNBA draft. And a lot of times I know like the SEC has um, particular footage or episodes, if you will, where they go into a deep dive of certain programs and and players. And, you know, they're doing a lot of interviews. I remember watching um, Ryan Howard's interview earlier this season where they asked, um like who's your favorite player or like what WNBA player do you watch? And I want to say there was a general answer given where it was like, oh, I watch everybody, you know? (laughs) Mm, mm, Okay, great answer. Definitely love the political correctness of it. But Skylar is right. You all need to watch the teams and the people you claim you want to play for. I mean, that's like me as a regular, everyday non-athlete going into a job interview, and when they ask me, oh, what do you know about the company? I know it's a company.
0: (laughs) You know, like... Like money can be exchanged for goods and services.
1: Right, like I don't... I personally don't understand how anyone can say that they want to pursue a league that they don't know anything about. So, Skylar... We're going to rule in your favor because prospects need to pay close attention to the WNBA. You need to know teams. You need to know star players. You need to know who you're modeling your game after. We are in danger of losing basketball recipes where everybody wants to just shoot the three like Steph Curry. That is not going to work in the WNBA. It does not work in women's basketball. It is not going to work in the WNBA. Learn some fundamentals, learn some footwork, and learn how to pass. Look at sleuths. Look, Sloot, at, yes. look at sloops, look at what the Chicago Sky are doing, look at what John Quill Jones of Connecticut is doing, mm-hmm. learn those behaviors, and then maybe you'll actually make it to the WNBA draft.
0: Yeah, learn some fundamentals instead of waiting in the corner, waiting to shoot that three. Yes. There you go. All right, court adjourned. Uh, our next case, we got Jackson State versus the March Madness uh, Women's Basketball Instagram, and Oh man, I was researching this um, just a little while ago. So, Tamika Reed of SWAC, I spelled it out last time. Uh, the, the coach of the year was mistaken for Howard women's basketball coach Ty Grace. And, ooh. Yes. Yikes. Yeah, no.
1: Um, yeah, NCAA March Madness women's basketball social administrator. You are held in contempt, absolutely out of order. Don't ever Mm -hmm. do that again. Log out, go to sleep, eat some food, touch some grass, and try this again. Because, (laughs) I mean, I really don't mean to sound, like, you know, stereotypical, but all black women do Do not not look look the same. (laughs) Social media person, come on. I mean, maybe I would understand if Howard was even still in the tournament. But at this point, Howard wasn't even there anymore Um, They had already lost to South Carolina, like, the day before, if not a couple of days before. Um, Yeah, probably a couple because I want to say South Carolina played. No, yeah, don't do that. Um, Research, I mean, to tag the school. I mean, maybe the the good thing is that they at least were consistent with the coach and the school. Like, they they knew that – You know, Ty Grace was the coach of Howard. But, like, let's just do better. I mean, at this point, you only had, what, 30-something teams? (laughs) You know who plays on what day. Do a little research You could have checked. I mean, before I tag anybody or anything on Instagram, I make sure like twice. I'm like, let me make make sure I'm tagging the right person. I'll be in a tweet and go out of the tweet just to quadruple check the page I'm about to tag. Open a tab and do some research. Yes. Yes. Um, Yeah, March Madness, women's basketball, I don't, you know, like throwing shade to you because I want to uplift you, grow the game. But we cannot grow the game if we cannot get the names of players and programs right. So I'm going to find you all um, after holding you in contempt, and I don't want to see you on my docket again.
0: Oh, my goodness. They tagged both the school and Tigress. Oh, I'm going to faint. With the caption, women support women.
1: Women support women. Hashtag March Madness. Um, LSU women's basketball. Howard women's basketball. You Hate to see it.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that, that is just like shade thrown at Jackson State, which they don't deserve. They, they, they do not deserve the shade at all. But, yes, uh, get the heck out of our courtroom. Yes.
1: And that's all. I will, the bailiff will dismiss everyone and I will head back to Chambers.
0: All right, uh, court adjourned. Is, is, is that what they say? Like, yes. is, uh, all right, awesome, yes. cool. I haven't been in a actual courtroom since my mock trial days, so I'm just like, all right. Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> Courts adjourned. All right, oh my goodness. Other than that, that's pretty much our show for today. So thanks for hanging with us and uh, discussing some March madness. We will be back next week with even more mad. Updates.
1: Yes. And speaking of March Madness, um, if you haven't already, please visit www.growthegamew.com. We have just launched um, our top secret Merch Madness campaign, Woo! which will consist of a ton of exclusive giveaways and an exclusive shirt for donors you can also when you go to the website at www.growthegamew.com purchase those single game tickets to get out to a home sky game keep um you know following us on social media on twitter instagram tiktok at growthegamew uh, for more information on any special events, we are um, going to announce a watch party soon for the uh, draft that we will be talking about in the next yes. couple of weeks. So yes. make sure you do that, get those tickets, and donate. And let's all continue to grow the game together. And that starts right here on the CHGO podcast. Um, covering women's sports, shout out to the CHGO team and family for allowing me to throw these spots in here, supporting me, supporting women's sports. So i love to see it.
0: Oh, we have a question. Wait, where where is Diamond going? Uh D- Diamond was traded to the Phoenix Mercury. Uh so Diamond will be uh protecting all the locker room doors from Diana Taurasi. <laughs> uh that's gonna be her main her main role in in Phoenix. Uh, Hopefully
1: that's what she's doing instead of getting into um a little tit tat scuffle with teammate Sophie Cunningham. For those of you Ooh. who may have remembered, she threw a little shade when she crossed Diamond. Um, during the finals, and put on Instagram and clowned her and told her. I remember uh, that. Said she was in the Brittle Bone Society. But Sophie also just got into a lot of hot water recently on Twitter. Yeah, she Won't did. Won't go too much into it, but hopefully, her and Brianna Turner can talk a little sense into Sophie down in Phoenix. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Diamond's definitely got some work cut out for her in Phoenix. But anyway, that is our show for today. Be sure to tune in next week where we'll have a little bit more of a draft preview, more news from around the WNBA, as well as uh, the March Madness stuff that's going on, too. Anyway, I'm Janice Scurio.
1: And I'm Sabria Whitaker.
0: Thanks for watching slash listening. Have a great night slash day.